0: Welcome to the Femme du Soleil podcast, created for the woman who loves to walk on sunshine, dream big and takes yes as her only answer. My name is Sabrina Weber. I'm your host, business and lifestyle coach for the visionary, fellow big dreamer and palm tree enthusiast. Join me as we have casual conversations over a coconut latte on all things soul work, personal branding, manifestation, parenting and so much more. I'm here for the magic, are you? Mm-hmm. My beautiful sunseekers, welcome back to another episode of Femby Soleil. I have a really um, fun episode coming up for us today and you'll see in a minute why. I want to read something real quick before we get into a conversation and hang on, it's coming. This is crystallize your business to a high performance spiritual legacy. These words belong to Ella Sophia Lestrade. Welcome to the show, babe. Thank you, oh, I love that you
1: quoted that. Thank you, my love.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. So before anything, I'm obviously keen to hear um, in your words, what does that statement mean to you and
1: how does it affect your own life? Perfect, thank you so much. But thank you everybody, all the viewers and listeners. Thank you so much. Um, As Sabrina said, I'm Ella Sophia. I'm a brand strategist and mentor for the online coaching world and mentors who are spiritually inclined. I'm for new coaches, old coaches, seasoned coaches to develop your identity, your brand, and also develop your spiritual intelligence and, and senses as you're deepening with your identity and your evolution. So with that being said, that has to do with crystallizing your brand into your own spiritual legacy. So, when I use the word crystallization, it means a deep, it means embodiment, but also means a deepening into the physical world at a really high octave, at a high manifesting quantum field, at a very um, pure, a pure human emotion where we've done our emotional intelligence, we've done the work inside of us, and we're able to manifest in this world something that is very, very concrete and physical but it has a very clear light through it it's divinely led it's we're embodying it in a way we're physicalizing it we're bringing it into earth in a very strong pure conductor and it's a conductor of energy and it's a conductor of source and it's a conductor of evolution and superhuman abilities and all that magic and all that playful fun stuff that i do believe is very real and when we're bringing that down, so when you're crystallizing your own business, your business is, my eye, is a vehicle of your service. It's a vehicle of additional collective information that is being brought to our playgrounds through us and our collective in a way that has been decided upon among a collective mind. And when we're doing that, we're also interacting with that energy in an energetic way. so many of us we would anchor in our thoughts we would align our practice align ourself our body our personality our emotional um, sense we would do meditations we would do rituals we would do tantric embodiment practices like it really depends um, what your practice are we do prayers journaling all these different things to make sure it's physicalized and it's, it's coming into this earth But it is the portion of bringing it through your body, through your awareness, through your intelligence, through your emotions, through your spiritual being itself. So the spiritual legacy is making it, making a high-performance spiritual legacy is us meeting every photon and every particle of that, that anchoring and that intelligence and that awareness of what we're actually doing and really capturing the true depths of the information pockets of the downloads. So when we receive divine inspiration and knuckles and awareness it's really capturing the full totality of that and how those aspects interact with the collective and the collective interacts with us so as we're creating and we're, we're performing and we are sending out into the world we also understand the ripple effect that we're creating and communicating and interacting with that to focus and intention in a new finite way in a very different way um, i I work with subtle energy a lot, and I work and redefining and refocalizing and refocusing on thought patterns and processes, but specifically with energy as well. So things that we may have thought about energy and we may have thought about emotions, I bring a new focus to it and a new attention, a new way of maybe perceiving it or um, aligning to it or embodying it and it's really the embodiment process. So the embodiment of emotions, the embodiment of physical experiences, the embodiment of relationships, the embodiment of spiritual energy itself, the embodiment of our hormones, like all these concepts in the relationship of us grounding in and making it crystal physicalized in reality our business goals and our legacy. And the legacy part is that long-term duration of us having all our ancestors and all our lineages and all the parts of us incorporated in our actions now. So we're I believe a lot in IFS and parts theories. And I believe that when we are integrating and embodying and um, doing the process of what we've transformed through or what we are transforming through, we have multiple DNA patterns that make up who we are. We have multiple energetics through those DNA patterns that kind of allow us to receive information and work from that. And when we are able to have those parts and those, those beings, so we can think of it as our inner child or our, parent, our parents, or inner parents, our left knee versus our right knee, whatever section and however archetypes, we can even look at archetypes per se, or goddess archetypes, we're all trying to create it into a harmonious one. So whilst we are, like I said, integrating the information and our big vision and the dream that we have for this world, and we're looking to see how it, it interacts with the world, we are also having it interact with us in all parts. So I hope that made sense. And I went really woo because you've got a really woo audience. So I decided to go there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love I love what you just said and, and the picture you're painting for us. One thing that comes out as I'm listening to you in a more simplified way, I often you know refer to our soul business or our soul work being mm-hmm. an art form like we're messengers and we're artists so it doesn't matter what medium we are using in in my case you know coaching and my voice and my work is my art and i believe if i understand you correctly um in mm-hmm. a much more complex way that is what you're referring yes. to is that correct
1: definitely So in a very simple way, like you said, the art form being the artist and manifesting through creativity and expression or sacral and energetic force in that way, it's amazing. But also taking note of these finite words and the thoughts. So even though it sounds really complex and it's really big, it's tiny increments of words and frequency and information that's coming in. That's hopefully activating parts of a bigger thought. So it deepens your relationship with it it redefines your relationship with it. It makes a whole picture much more in depth because you forget, you're getting out the little smaller little dots of what makes up the whole and you're working it together. So that's what makes something crystalline because you're strict you're, you're strengthening the core and you're strengthening what makes up that overall picture that overall legacy. So there's a very strong energetic stability within your emotional body, within your physical body and the connection to spirituality as you're bringing down and you're working with your soul in alignment. So it's very, very beautiful to see like that principle of the energetics behind it. So yes, of course, in my, my business, I work with visuals and branding, and identity work and reprogramming and subconscious releases and anchoring and all these techniques. But when we're talking specifically to that statement and to the spirituality aspect of it and the concept of what high performance spirituality really means in my world, it's about this finite focus on details of the way we're receiving information, perceiving it and, 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 and digesting it essentially. Mm. I love that. Um, one thing I'm really
0: curious about, and I'm sure my listeners are too, you are currently residing in Bali which um, Bali does have a piece of my heart. (laughs) Um, So I'm curious, how does Bali influence your work?
1: Definitely. I would say that Bali is a healing hub. It's a really great environment of entrepreneurs, new earth leaders, and people who are in the healing modalities of all ranges. So, it'd be unfair for me to say that I have not been in this world prior to Bali. This has been my life for about four or five years. Mm -hmm. And prior to coming to Bali, I've been very much into this world of like new age spirituality, um, healing modalities, kind of ingesting all of that inside my system as well. Um, But I found myself wanting after my travels and, and my journey, wanting to find a stable place to settle down and build my roots. And After finding different locations in the world, I felt that Bali had the perfect new earth, new energy, spiritual ability, but also people here were very entrepreneur like in a sense, like some parts of Bali, they're very much into making sure that their service and their practice is worldwide and it's, it's visible and it's available to a lot of people. They have a lot of big dreams as healers and entrepreneurs here. And I found myself attracted to this place due to The vibration of the land, and then also the alchemy between service, visibility, and their actual modalities and the actual technologies that they carry as healers and as energy workers and as body workers. And I really am happy with my choice being here because Bali's feminine energy is very soothing and it's very relaxing and it creates the perfect balance that I would want in my life. I feel very held here so as i get to work through my days i'm not really i think what happens is sometimes in environments that we are in the different places of the world it really influences us like depending if it's society the collective mind or the actual earth and the energy that's running through the earth it really influences us like anybody that knows human designs like our gates or our energy centers, it's not just other people that um fulfill and interact with that. It's the energy codes of the specific lands on earth has its own um its own design as well. And all human designs for humans, but earth also has a design on it. And depending on the, the places where you are, that interacts with us as well. So with that being said, Bali has a very feminine energy and it allows me to flow into. My stresses of the masculine do and then body brings back to a relaxed state. And it really allows me to be in a good nervous system state that I very, very much value. So I talk a lot about nervous system regulation and um, also response rates of nervous systems inside my practice as well. I am not a trauma informed course um, coach, I have to let that know, but I do personally practice nervous system. Um, um, modalities nervous system practices in my own self so I do share that because of my mentorship practice so that's something that I I've fallen in love with It's all the modalities available in Bali for nervous system recalibration mm. and yeah like you
0: just said it's such a core practice that we all get to activate on some point in our lives you know this whole mm-hmm. nervous system Um, nurturing I guess you could say is so crucial and once you find that work there's no going back because yeah it just rules I feel I personally feel like it overrules and overrides every other action you're taking if you're Mm. going through life without addressing your nervous system you're like literally missing the elephant in the room um definitely Yeah, really beautifully
1: said. (laughs) The The nervous system is literally the new sexy. Like it is the golden nugget and the golden key for everything. Like I would say, I was just talking to somebody, I was having an interview with somebody the other day for my podcast. And essentially we were speaking into the concept that the nervous system can definitely be considered the mind. Because the nervous system runs through the body and my philosophy as well as hers is that the body is the mind. And specifically, if the body is the mind, it's the nervous system that is the mind. Because the nervous system is what takes the neurotransmitters, or is activated through neurotransmission through the light photons. And that's, if we were to say that is the the illusion, or alluding to the light photons are the pockets of information that we receive from divine source. Like we can say that, even though there's much more, it's not necessarily equated, but for the fact that we can tangibly see light. So that comes down into our body to do vitamin D. Our neurotransmitters take that, turn it into photons and electrons, then process it through our neurotransmitters. And that's the pocket of information that runs through our body to communicate with us. So really, when we're looking at crystallizing, we can be looking at activating and really making a stronger nervous system. And then this intuitive philosophy that has no scientific backing right now, but I just keep, since 2018, I cannot get my mind off of it. And I strongly believe that there is a really powerful energetic and quantum connection between the nervous system and the lymphatic system when it comes to manifestation and spiritual embodiment and emotional intelligence and energetic life force. I feel like there is a very, very strong and powerful important connection between the lymphatic system And that evolution. So I feel like when I speak about crystallization, it's another intuitive nuggle or another nudge up in the universe that's trying to lead me to that that relationship between the nervous system utilization and the performance of the nervous system and its natural relaxed state. We're not overstimulating the nervous system because that's what led us to where we are right now with the overactive nervous system. But that potential, that the high potential, the whole high performance of the nervous system into the lymphatic system, where I feel like that is where the energy is transmuted into instead of working through old paradigms and old structures in the lymphatic system, I feel like there's a really new performance that happens there and something really, really exciting. And like I said, there's no scientific backing on this. This is just a strong nuggle strong knuckles since 2018 that there's something there. And I, I, made, a, I made a joke with um, the guest speaker I had um, the other day that if anybody knows a university that's willing to do this research for me or know a scientist that's gonna go ahead and do this for me, let me know because I would love to know the answers for this. Mm, I think you already know the answer
0: to it. You just want it on paper. <laughs> it makes sense to me when I'm listening to you. Um, yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. So, if someone is listening and they're like, oh my God, you know, they might already have started the work or maybe even just sort of playing with the idea, but how does someone really activate themselves into?
1: their own legacy well i went really woo with this conversation on the podcast just because i know the demographic and i was like let me just let my free flex show um but in my actual practice in my business we are very structured and we do use a balance of masculine feminine energy Mm -hmm. so when we're activating our legacy when you're coming into my world you're coming into my mentorship programs or you're coming into my containers we are very much looking at laying the land we're doing um visualizations, we're doing the visual look of your branding, we're looking at your photo shoots, we're looking at your persona, your brand stories, your messaging, we're looking at your visuals, your graphic designs, your social media, how that's presenting, but it doesn't stop there. And it doesn't even begin there because I assess and see where your goals are, what's your grand vision, where you're approaching, what you're doing and where you're trying to go there. And then we look at your internal structures, your systems, your team relationships, how your team is building inside of them. Um, What is your, like, of course, what is your messaging? What is your brand outside of you? Is it consistent across all boards? Are you utilizing different um, parts of media? Are you, you utilizing different parts of the market? Are you utilizing your network? We're looking at all these aspects and we're doing an assessment and then we kind of build from there. In addition to this, I also make sure that you're embodying your truth and you're embodying your practice. So that means that are you taking the time to integrate and witness and feel through your emotions and process through your emotions? What is your mind frame and your mindset and your mind thought on it? Are you doing the nervous system recalibration practices such as polyvagal exercises? Um, I, I, once again, I'm not a trauma response um, Coach, But I do have experience in these practices, so I bring them to the table. Um, So um, I do um, trauma release exercises. They don't necessarily have to be for trauma, which they are. But trauma is not in the big T, but even the small T trauma, where we kind of just relax our body and do somatic practices. So embodiment practices as movement, play, stretches. Um, We do um, sound therapy. These type of things to add and help you with your embodiment practice but really making sure that all levels of you are aligned to where you're showing up. Because my goal, as in what SWA does, Sophia Wisdom Arts, is that we create a very embodied wisdom and a very embodied intelligence inside of you as your vision. So I don't want you to go out into the market and trying to compete. I want you to go into the market. It's such a strong pillar of what you are and who you are. And then obviously there's things like past life regression, memory recoding, wisdom um, recalling, where we go back into your genetic codes and your body wisdom to call back your gifts and call back your energies. And these are the softer, more fun, playful things. But I do believe in a lot of action. So. I am fire, like I'm very fast and I work fast and I will push you to expand. I will push you to do things and step out of your comfort zone and get things done and have it done at rapid rates. Like I'm a manifester in human design. So I get that spark inspiration and then we go with it. And you essentially are, when you're in my containers, you're asking to be led in this fire way. You're asking to be led with a balance of water and fire of water and emotions mm-hmm. and dealing with your emotions and your nervous system and working on your internal stuff and putting equal equal grit and equal strive on inner work, on play and on business. And we learn how to do that. And that, in my eyes, really creates a, a well, strong balance in all the different bodies to have the the foundations of, of legacy. And legacy is, yes, a genetic um, legacy. Yes, an energetic Legacy, yes, um, financial legacies, yes, physical, but a legacy really is the strength of energy running through for eons and eons and eons. You're grounding in something from spirit, you're grounding in something from your soul and that energy still will be having a lifetime beyond you. And the best way to anchor that is through your emotions, your, ment- your mental body and your um, physical body. So we really work on those aspects together to build your structures and your systems inside your business as well as your team relations, as well as your visual branding, as well as how you show up online and who you collaborate with and what your perspective is on your own own brand that you're birthing into this world.
0: Mm, I love and appreciate that so much, Sophia, that you're bringing in all bodies. You know, I always feel like with this soul work, our brand, it's not just quote unquote a brand. It's like an extension Mm -hmm. of who we are right? And if we can get that beingness on all fronts, like you just so beautifully illustrated on board, then the brand becomes a natural side effect, a natural extension that we don't even have to think about that much. Um, And I love what you're just saying with the fire energy. I resonate so much because like I'm a manifesting generator and an Aries, I'm just like, i'm getting shit done <laughs> so people come into our world of, to really immerse themselves in that energy of like there's no messing around there's the you know path of least resistance let's go and i really appreciate that
1: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs>
1: perfect i love it i know what it feels like <laughs> so it's, it's a strong energy it's a strong yeah, energy yeah yeah is. And I definitely I definitely respect the ebb and flows of the feminine energetic body, but then I also understand when someone is shying away and kind of going into their their um, limits and they're going into their their smaller self. And I will I depending on the person and who it is, like I will definitely address it. I'm not shy to address these things. And I also allow space for you to process because I do really believe in the self-led woman, oh. you know. And with that being said with embodiment practice it's an embodiment practice I can only give you the tools or I can only show you some tools and I can read it for your accountability and help you get deadlines done and get your branding on on board but when it comes to you emotionally becoming more with it and going into it it's really a you and you game mm-hmm. and I can just show as a reflection for that but that's ultimately you taking responsibility of like okay it's i'm gonna do this and i want the speed in this timeline because i think it's inevitable like if you are working with me or you have this vision of great brand it's going to come through but it's like the timeline and speed what you're asking for it and i am pretty much an accelerator and i'm pretty much like an activator so it really goes fast with me so you really have to be on board for that yeah
0: yeah exactly you gotta ask yourself like am i actually ready for this before Reaching out to Sophia because yeah, the the party bus is going. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Oh, so cool. Um, I hear you say like quantum is the playground and divine universe is the field we play on. I love this. And Mm -hmm. I um have my own interpretation of this when I hear you say that, but I'd love to hear from you. Um
1: yeah, tell us more about that. Oh my gosh, I would love to hear yours. I'm more curious about hearing yours. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I'm your just course. like now, I'm so curious of how you interpret that. I'm just like, my little mind is like, oh, tell me, tell me how, how she's receiving this, this, these droplets of downloads. Like, how is she integrating it? Like, that's what my brain is telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear it. Okay, so I'm going to bite that curiosity and I'm going to answer it for you. So the quantum field, Oh, I'm going to even sound more woo. So the quantum, so for those of you who know the concept of 3D, 4D, 5D, the quantum field is where there's still a, a strong energetic mind of the human capacity that's integrated into the quantum field. So the quantum field is, yes, energy field, with um, electrons and photons and energy itself, that is the, the manifestation playground where we can create spirituality into physical so this is a place where we can tap into and we can use our mind and use our energies to receive from. Whereas the divine energy is very much the pure essence that runs through the quantum field. So I hope that makes sense. So it's like the 5D, it's the love frequency, whereas the quantum fields like our third our third eye or our ajna, right? It's the it's the crown it's the third eye, where divine is like the field around it, the aura. Um, another way of looking at it is the quantum field is where we collectively go and we talk to each other and we're like are we are we game for this is what we're doing okay we're manifesting all right let's collect this stuff from the divine and collect information and start integrating it and start to put it into the field where we all agree to share information from so it's it's as if all of humanity had a spiritual self and this quantum field is where our energetics are and how our energetics are shared among us. So if we're all one, unquote, unquote, the quantum field is that oneness of the physical world of energetics. Whereas the divine is a pure, pure essence of spirituality of like sunlight of, I don't know how else to, word, to speak it, but it's a very pure, pure frequency and vibration where we're not really the conductors of the energy flow. We're not really able to manifest from that, but we're able to receive from that. So we receive from the divine energy and it goes into the quantum flow and that's where we manifest from it. But the information we pull down into the quantum field is shared collectively. This is the way I view it. And this is the way how we co-create and we, we manifest and we form in this reality because of part systems, I'm a big believer of part systems. So with that philosophy, the part systems, we're always trying to get everything on board to what we're creating. So yes, we are the sole creator and dictator of our reality, but we are also carrying so many different sections and parts that we're trying to get into harmonists to create with. So the more and more we're able to incorporate more of those parts into our decision-making, the more and more easier and the more and more stronger our manifestations are and it lasts for a longer time so i hope that makes sense i'm not too sure if that was able to communicate as clear as i wanted to <laughs>
0: i think you know everyone listening will um get their own ex- yeah extract their own wisdom from what you're saying but i'm the way i hear you and and what i got from when i first read that on your um instagram to me Mm -hmm. it sounds like um the the divine is more like the the playing field is more the the almost masculine energy execution of Mm. the energetics that we perceive and and receive in the quantum would that make
1: sense Definitely, definitely. So you could say that you could say the quantum is I would say essentially the quantum field is really meant for us to see how our parts integrate with the rest of humanity and on an energetic level before we bring it onto earth. So I feel like that's where we collectively decide together, like where we make our Akash. like I believe the quantum field is essentially our Akash mm-hmm. um and Akash vibrating at different levels and at different layers. And when we're able to understand the quantum field, you're literally understanding the Akash. And Akash is this library of all this information that goes and stays and we navigate all of that through different minds and different people and different lineages and ancestors. Whereas the divine doesn't have any of that Akash. Everything is just pure and empty and it kind of has a conductor of one which is our our relationship, which is all of humanity's relationship with the divine. And that just gets filtered through. And in the quantum field is where we make the decisions of how it manifests into reality. So I would say, I hope I'm getting what you're saying correctly, but I would say the quantum field is the masculine energy and the divine energy is the feminine energy. That's how I would view it.
0: Amazing. I love that. And yeah, I just... I'm always so intrigued and, and inspired by people who share that vision that I have with, with this whole, you know, I don't even like the word branding because it's really not cutting yeah. it, is it? It's like it, this, this whole integration that goes on beyond our physical body. And
1: yeah. it's sometimes hard to put that in words. <laughs> that makes sense. It even to ourselves, true. right? It's like, it is very hard. <laughs> hard. And I could have I could have easily come onto this interview and use more like technical words, like focus more on the nervous system and use word as identity. Because identity is a really good word of describing it. But I really wanted to explore into the concept of the high performance spirituality aspect, because that's the part where like we shy away of going into those topics a little bit because you're like, how do I how do I properly articulate this? How do I properly share this with the individual? And like, like you said, like, it's hard to speak into it, but not just hard to speak into, but it's also a transmission. It's also trusting that these words are a transmission, even if they may not totally land the way they need to, they will land the way they need to for you. And for that to be understood, it's to understand that we are all, as, as we are going through evolution, as we're going through the spiritual journey, we are always, Increasing our capacity to hold a higher identity, and that identity is what we are and who we are. And when we're looking at our business and we're bringing that down into this reality, it does interact with the human. You know, every time we we've integrated and we've brought in more information and intel and more creative power, it shifts our physical body, it shifts our mind, it shifts our emotions. And we need to calibrate, but not just calibrate to something outside of us. We actually brought this in now. So how deep of a connection now to your new parts that you brought in, do you have? And that's like the branding aspect of like when we're making a physical brand, we can easily make a very beautiful vision. And that's great. Usually it's on point. It's aligned. Like we can align to the vision. We can know how to start to create it. But there's a very much deeper process that happens now once we've made our business brand. And we have understanding a compilation of what our personal brand is. It's the identity work, mm-hmm. and the identity work is what we spoke about and all and more. What we just spoke about in this podcast, but I really wanted to talk about the energetics in this high level or this really weird quantum way that some people are like, "What are you even talking about?" Because this is, if we if we look at it this way and we think about it in this way. We start to interact with the information and the way that our emotions are receiving the intel and the the identity that we're receiving, the new identity that's coming through for us. And therefore, there's less resistance in our body and our emotions for it.
0: Yes, 100%. And, you know, it's um, as I'm listening to you, what lands with me is this message of art is perceived in the viewer's eye just like we're just saying you know our work is a form of art and we can take our ego and humanness to go and analyze what how we say it and what we do and what we think it will land or not land but that's not even what it's about what it's about is us showing up in our purest essence transmitting Mm -hmm. that and allowing for the receiving end to receive the art in however form they are going to receive it and there's definitely. no way we can even
1: micromanage that so why why try right yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely and then also like the integration part and the embodiment part. so having our different parts come online because whilst we're doing this embodiment practice and whilst we're integrating the personal brand we will have parts of us that come up or old parts or new parts all come into interaction and learning how to work it together inside of our physical being. And really allowing and surrendering to that process and allowing us to be okay with that and realizing that that's what makes our brand even more deeper is us processing and going through that experience. And I feel like with the focus and, and awareness to the spiritual aspects, it really adds a different touch point where we can really integrate at a higher frequency where. The emotional intelligence is much more stronger. So we do deal with a lot of emotional intelligence. We focus on that a lot in, in the embodiment work and in the practices that I, I give, but the hopes is with the new theologies and the new ways of thinking that this lands in a different way. You receive it in a different way. And therefore the information comes to you in a different way.
0: Perfect. I love this so much. I have one last thing, obviously, the question that everyone has to answer for me, <laughs> which <laughs> is Femme Allais, meaning yeah. loosely translated Women of the Sun. My personal choice, context of life, that feeling of walking on sunshine, what does walking on sunshine mean to you?
1: Ah, uh-huh. living a life of bliss. In Bali, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Um, but yes, in Bali as well. Um, living a life of bliss, luxury, love, play, divine, divine energy. Um, walking on sunshine. Uh, having your highest truth embodied in yourself, and knowing that that totality of that will be integrated into the world you live. So you will always. Be able to share all your gifts and all your truths and all your visions and all your, your frequency and it will be so so much integrated into everything that you are part of um walking on sunshine mm, i hear that song that really old song i can't I, I forget it's a yeah I, sunshine. <laughs> yeah so yeah i think it's more bliss yeah it's about bliss experiencing bliss 24 7 and having that embodiment of bliss and your highest highest self and gifts but bliss is probably the number one thing that comes to mind beautiful perfect
0: yes. Ella, thank you so much for yes. sharing your energy and time and wisdom with us i uh, will so- obviously link everything that you have going on in the show notes is there any yes. last drops of wisdom you want to pass on before i let you off the hook
1: yes 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 um so we didn't touch much about it in this episode or in this um interview but at the end of end of april to so april 22nd 2022 i am launching the manifesto so this is a collective of 15 to 18 men and women who are coming together to publish three to four books over the span of 13 months we're diving deep into your personal legacy, your personal story, your personal brand as a coach mentor. And through that experience, we are releasing it into the world as publicity, as book releases, as a launch, and we're going to be published across many different platforms, physical and eBooks, And we are doing lots of leads for um, different topics in the coaching world as well as the personal development world. And we are looking for wonderful, wonderful women and men who are excited by this concept of sharing their own personal story and their own personal tribulations of their own manifesto, their own legacy and their own lifetime to the world. So this is something that interests you. Please hit me up and give me a ring or you can send me an email or contact me on the socials. And I would love to have you on this amazing, amazing project that we're starting April 22nd, 2022.
0: Mm, that sounds really fun I will definitely link your um, social media below and everyone can explore that deeper with you thank you so much that was fun (laughs) thank you did you enjoy this episode if yes please share it with your friends
1: and tag me on instagram at I am Sabrina